This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. You know, it's it's surprising how many people have, I don't know, just little little quirks about them, usually physical, sometimes verbal, sometimes psychological, who knows? But this is mainly I'm mainly applying this to NPCs. How many times have I seen or have you seen GMs create a really good NPC they want the characters to interact with? And they ended up at, interacting with, oh, the other guy that you came up with the, uh, at the spur of the moment just to just to pass along some info. Well, I'm, I try and fight that. I mean, yes, I do have certain distinctive NPCs, but... Most of mine are generic. And what I mean is, usually I use NPCs, if not in conf- if not for conflict, but for information, which is basically what you usually use them for. But what I mean is, I make generic NPCs. I just decide, okay, here's information I have to pass along to the PCs. How am I going to break it up? Who am I going to break it up between? Or just have one do it? I hate to do an info dump with just one NPC. Because that way, I don't know, it's just too much for me to tell them at one time. And also, I want to give them a chance to search for the information. And they have to go to different people to do it. So, I come up with generic NPCs. Okay, he's going to have this part. He's going to have this part. I'm going to have him over here, this part. Now, if they miss one of them, I could always shuffle around the, the info. But that's not what I want to talk about. I've talked about that before. I want to talk about coming up with generic NPCs that you dis- establish on the spot. Now, what I mean is, I come and, you know, I'm just going to come up with, say, maybe a name, and they're going to be have this information. And maybe where to find them. Who knows? Never know where you're going, they're going to turn. Where they're going to turn up. Well, you're going to establish that as they start interacting with them. I may give them a name. I may give them a gender. Who knows? But what I do is, I need to get this information. And somebody will say, "Well, did you check on that area over there?" 
or they're just asking for rumors in a bar, something like that. And I say, you will run into a drunk who has this information, or the barkeep has this information, or a serving maid, or the janitor, or whoever. But what I do is, because I do like quirks in people, what I do is they the somebody may suggest talking to this guy over here. And a lot of games I know of have charts for NPC um NPC types, NPC personalities. And I have those at the ready. I usually use the first edition AD&D NPC chapter in about, I think it's page 100 in the Dungeon Master's Guide. It's under non-player characters. It'll give us give me all the information I want there. And I'll even have the players do it too. I mean, I'll have the players roll instead of me rolling. Because they've got these tables. They got like facts, which is like alignment, possessions, appearance, sanity, <laughs> general tendedness. And I'll I'll have them roll on these charts. Disposition, intellect, nature, whatever. And the thing is, you don't have to have them roll a whole bunch of dice, or you don't have to roll a whole bunch of dice. What you do is just say, most of these are, let's see, these are mostly D10 rolls. So I think there's there's a couple of D100 rolls in there. So just pick a chart. Pick a chart and say, roll this. Roll a D8, D10, D20, whatever, D100. And then that that's what that's what determines that's what determines what, what the NPC is like. And then go from there. You know? And uh, as far as name goes, well, I've talked about names before. I have a hard, I have an easy, I, I have, na names come easy to me most of the time, but some people they do. So you should have a list of names. Nothing wrong with the list of names. There's nothing wrong with that. And I even use this list of names on occasion. Usually I like to do it before in my prep. So I have the NPC who is a certain type. I want the type of, of name. Like in Gangbusters, if I want somebody who's Italian, I will look on an Italian chart or an Italian name. I have name generator books on on my hard disk too. So I'll just look on there. Or if I want somebody who's Scottish, I'll look at Scottish names, things like that. But anyway, yeah, just pick one chart. Just start with one chart. You can make them do a second chart if you want. Just pick one chart on one of those things where it says, okay, I ro he rolled a D8 and... I'm going to pick the uh, this chart, description. He rolled a seven, even-tempered. Okay, the guy is hard to get mad. If you're trying to get him mad, he's hard to get mad. Or something like that. Uh, here's one, roll a d6 on, on nature. Okay, roll a three, hard-headed. There you go, that's interesting. Sometimes I like to roll on two charts and mix them and see what I come up with. <laughs> come up with schizophrenic, probably. But... You get the you get the idea. Use one of these charts and just use it for your for your mind to go, to start you know working while you're at the table, because a lot of times that's what you have to do. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as ninety nine cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. 
Single donations go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Okay, I'd like to thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Also, some good podcasts out there. There's Dan Griggs, the Young YUNG Young Grognard podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Keep podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Larges, the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Aaron Kinkar's Tavern Chats. So, oh, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.